We're going to keep, keep on because we got what you like. It's safe word. Cutie Pock is on the mic. We on the mic. You're now rocking with Kristen and Lamika. Q-Walk Queen's taking over your speakers. We're going to keep, keep on because we know you want more. Want more? Want more. They want more. What season is it? Yo, it's, it's season, season four. four. With an entire new season of oh my Safe goodness. Word Society, season four. Mm-hmm. Four seasons. That's a lot of damn episodes. That's a lot of conversations. Happy New Year, boo. Happy New Year. Um, I am your host, Kristen. My pronouns are she, her, hers. And I'm I still diva bitch extraordinaire this year. I'm going to come up with a better one, though, because I have so much more going on. Hi, I'm here with Lamika. Hi, it's Lamika. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, hers, and everything. Still everything in the new year. Every year. Yes, <laughs> yes. And we are very excited about our guests. Tell so the people excited. you are. Yeah, my name is Sir Knight. Uh, my pronouns are Sir. So my, my actual name doubles as a pronoun title in my name, which is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also do uh, he, him, his. I like to go by Sir, so Call me sir for my name. Hey, hey sir. Call me sir for a pronoun. <laughs> Let me do it. Yeah. That works. Yeah. So uh, about me, I am the creator, the CEO of Black Trans TV. It's a platform created to help trans men, trans people in general, just uplift them. But trans men, because that's where I am, that's where I'm coming from, uplift them and help them navigate their masculinity and their manhood. So that's very important to me to have a community, a network to discuss that and yeah. to help people manifest that. I want people to be their best selves. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I'm about is being your best self. In addition, I believe in black unity. I want people, black people, especially to understand that if we don't all come together we will not progress it's very essential that the black fight is the lgbt fight lgbt people on that you know trans people were black these are the forefronters of every revolution are black queer people black trans people Mm -hmm. so i think that there needs to be more respect within the black community when it comes to people like myself and people of queerness of uh, difference if the black community could understand that we could unify as a front and then we could progress but i know it's tough because of Mm -hmm. religion but then again this is white man's religion that's breaking us apart it's white man's ideologies that's breaking us apart so i think that it's very important that we unlearn and reteach so that's what i'm about i'm studying but my platform just make it brief for you so basically um, you don't need a brief it's a lot it's i'm I'm a lot and everything i do is a lot that's why you here yeah so um doing the most i'm doing a lot but yeah like it's a platform for everybody so Mm -hmm. even though it says black trans tv i want people to know that you don't have to identify as black to connect you don't Mm. have to identify as it's a learning it's a, it's a learning, learning experience. experience for me the words black trans tv like black is who i am trans is who i am tv is who i am so mm. i just put it all together into one thing because i'm a visual manifesto of greatness <laughs> i am all that i am but i'm speaking from my vantage point feel me yeah so i'm i'm speaking from a black vantage point i'm speaking from a trans vantage point i'm speaking from a man's vantage point but that doesn't mean i don't understand womanhood femininity that doesn't mean i don't understand whiteness and you know the way that it's affected my black people that doesn't mm. mean i don't understand things that I am not. Just because I created a platform that specifically states black trans TV, it doesn't mean that you cannot relate to it if you don't identify as such. That's something that I want to make sure that I preface because people don't understand. If a person speaks out, like for example, Malcolm X, right? Black man. Did everyone that followed him wasn't black and wasn't a man, but people followed him. But people don't think about these labels that people have when it comes to what is normal. We know black and white. We know man and woman. But when it comes to like queer and trans, people always be 
like, well, I don't identify with that, so I'm going to step away from that. But you don't step away from something that you're familiar with in the sense that it's opposing what you are. So you're, you identify as female, I identify as male. You're not going to reject something that's male mm. if it comes with blackness, right? Right. But black people will reject transness, queerness, even within the umbrella of blackness. Because they detach it from blackness. Which is special. That happens a lot. I recognize that, too, in like being a queer black woman. A lot of times when people are talking about things that have to do with black women, like this whole sexual assault conversation, a lot of times <laughs> Talk about it. makes me really angry because I'm a victim of sexual assault, but I'm also a victim of sexual assault from another woman-identified person. But whenever they talk mm. about it, it's only how a man mm-hmm. does that to yeah. a woman. But then when you think about it, that erases a whole community of people who have that shit going on internally. They also don't express that sexual assault isn't just a touching situation. Yeah. It's you not. know, it's a verbal as well as a physical situation. Yeah. But that's not being discussed as well because people don't even understand even with everything going on, they're like, well, did Harry Weinstein, did he touch people? And then it's like, you know, it keeps coming out. Different men keep coming out. My thing is every man, as a person identifies as male, every man has made a mistake in sexually assaulting a woman. Every single man. And until so we acknowledge that because the ideology of masculinity and manhood is just fucked, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so we automatically think that we're better without people telling us, without us affirming that for ourselves. We automatically think as a man because of society you know that we're on this pedestal which is really messed up but it's something that you have to unlearn and that's something that as I'm navigating this transition into manhood I've always been super masculine so I've always understood the differences but it was hard to navigate and I was very toxic because I was woman identified Mm. in society so I was super toxic in my manhood and my masculinity so I've had to navigate my manhood and my masculinity which is something I'm passionate about because I know how hard it is to not recognize what's wrong because you think that's the manly thing to do you think that that's the cool thing to do so when i'm trying to be this cool dude i'm objectifying women when i'm trying to be this cool dude i'm assaulting women verbally and my mannerisms and just the way that i move about the world so it's like when you make note of that that the whole underline of what it means to be a man is fucked you realize like yo i am responsible for any woman that i see hurt when everyone's talking about me too and everything like that i was very supportive and i really reached out and i said what was your story tell me tell me your story so i can understand that because i know that i have inflicted pain on women just by being I am a man. That's I, incredible. Yeah. And the amount of bravery on your part that it takes to really take that on and acknowledge that yeah. is really powerful. Yeah. Everything I do is it's like think about it. As a trans man, it's not even about being a trans man, because I, I like to say I'm a man of transition, right? Mm-hmm. So within my fight, I'm fighting for black women of all types. Okay. So I'm fighting for a black queer woman. I'm mm-hmm. fighting for a black woman like my mother. I'm fighting for a black ancestor black women. I'm fighting for black trans women. I'm fighting mm-hmm. for black disabled women. I'm fighting for black elderly women. Like, I'm fighting for black women and it doesn't matter what your specifications are, where I'm coming from. But why is it that black men don't see that? They need to be a protector of black women. At least be a protector of black women, no matter how they identify. If a woman says she's a woman, that's it. That's yeah. it. When, that's we, the end of when it. we think about it, last year, 2017, 26 trans people were killed. Majority of those trans people were black, black. trans women. Mm-hmm. Majority of these black trans women were killed by black Black men. men. Mm-hmm. So this is what I'm talking about. Society says trans people are not human, right? Black people say, oh, 
trans people, they're not a part of blackness. So society can kill us. Black people can kill us. But we're human. And until the respect comes for our experience, because just because our experience is different doesn't mean that it's not valid. Just like white people think that black people's experience isn't a real experience. Like, stop talking about slavery. That happened a while ago. Why are y'all still tripping about slavery? Why y'all still care about racist things? It matters, right? It's valid. The it black experience, right? Yeah. So the trans experience, it's kind of a similar thing. I like to equate it to blackness in a sense because it's like white people don't understand black people, right? Black people don't understand queerness and transness and things of that nature. That's real. But when we allow society to tell us as black people how to navigate our blackness because our blackness has always included queerness. I was just about to our say. Our blackness has always included trans people. You know, we've had eunuchs back in Egypt and Africa. We've had, you know, there's so many different languages so I'm not up to par with all these mm-hmm. languages and how to, how to utilize them and their society and their culture but we have always existed. You know, this is not a new phenomenon. Being trans is not a new phenomenon. I really just want to remind black people about that. Like, I feel like my whole purpose here is to remind black people that like we have existed. The reason I'm speaking out so passionately now is because no one else is speaking out as passionately for black trans people, for black queer people and it's not even about like, oh, I'm putting my life on the line. Like, if I die because I'm sitting here talking, talking, talking then so be it. But I think that we have to not be afraid of death, not be afraid of what society says about us. But we also you know, we got to help our own community and and it's like, I just mm-hmm. want to help my black people and I think that if we get our black people together, unify as one we're good. Where do you get the most resistance? Or do you get resistance at all? I mean, look at my hand. <laughs> His tattoo says resist. resist. Yeah. <laughs> I, got a, I got a resist tattoo on my right arm. But uh, that, for me, is my whole life is resistance. What causes me to, re- like, I breathe. I'm resisting. The fact that I exist is a, an act of resistance. You know what I mean? Like, I shouldn't be here. According to the society and all this stuff, I shouldn't be here. But, like, black trans man, graduate of Syracuse University, 3.9 GPA, cum laude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I come from middle class family. Like, I'm creating a lane and a movement for myself mm. because I am aware of my power. I've never thought that I was less than because of who I am. If anything, I think that I'm more than because of who I am. My parents raised me to understand my greatness, regardless of how that looked. They might not always agreed with how I've manifested my greatness, mm-hmm. but they understand that this is me. At no point has my mother ever questioned, like, you're not being who you authentically are. I'm not trying. I'm not putting on a front. Like, I am being who, all that I am. And, and that is an act of resistance. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been resisting from birth. I don't want pantyhose. I want sweatpants. Mm-hmm. I don't want to dress. I don't want to do ballet. I want to play basketball. My whole life is an act of resistance. And now I'm at a point where I'm just like, I'm resisting. This is who I am. And you will hear me. You will see me. So I'm not like going you don't away. even You don't even necessarily create space for people to be trying to shut you exactly. down. Like, no. this is not what this you're is not. Like, there's no options here. That's not happening No. Here. When I show up When I I show up in a room, I know I look different or I know I might not have the same ideologies as you, but I'm not going to sit here and be meek. Mm. I'm not going to be quiet because I I know I'm different. I go in the men's locker room because, you know, that's something that that has shifted for me. Going into the men's locker room and thinking that I had to puff out my chest and be bigger Mm. than I was. I'm a little dude, but I have a big aura. Nobody messes with me. You know what I'm saying? Nobody messes with me because I come in like I belong here. Whether you want me here or not, I belong here. And you're not going to do nothing about it. And that's how I run my life. I belong Mm. here and you're not going to do nothing about it. Is there like a way that you suggest folk do that? I mean, I watch your Insta chats yeah. and I'm like, yes, yep, I have yeah. the power today. Yeah. yeah. You right. Like, sirs out here walking down the street like, yeah, fuck what they said. <laughs> mind you, <laughs> mind you, my phone up and everything. Yes, my phone up. Just yeah. walking down the street, you know, and I'm like, okay, good. Very I got the power. Powerful. Too. Mm-hmm. Are there suggestions that you ever give to, you know, folk who are not there on their journey? 
journey who are still like trying to figure out, am I enough? Can I do this? Can I go outside visibly different and be okay? What I try to do is help people instill their Mm self-confidence. So I think that we have to learn to love ourselves. Mm -hmm. So wherever you're coming from, like regardless of your identity or whatever, like we all struggle with insecurities. Even I struggle with some insecurities. It's not as prevalent. I'd be like, all right, I don't like that. And I do something to switch it ASAP, right? Other people, they might not do that. They might wallow in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, you can email me. I can send you affirmations. You know, mm. email me a story. I'll help you. I'll talk to you. everyone that DMs me. I get back to them. I get back to every single person that DMs me with issues or needs something. I get back to them. And I'll respond to them. It could be story time. You know what I'm saying? I've sent videos back and forth between people because it's been so much, you know, to talk about. Mm -hmm. So we send videos back and forth. I don't know these people. But they felt so compelled to reach out to me because they were like, listen, he knows. He gets it. He's got it. And I want that too. So I feel like I'm giving as much as I can. Like, this is what I do for myself. I get up in the morning. I have mirror time, right? So I get up. I stand in front of the mirror. And I say, I am. I'm great. I'm amazing. And today I will conquer. Whatever held me back yesterday will not hold me back today. I'm going to be okay. Everything's going to work out. Just keep doing the work every single day. And I just say whatever I need to say in the mirror, right? And look at myself. I face myself before I face the world. So that's something that I try to instill in people. It's like, you got to face yourself. If you can't face yourself, then of course you're going to you let somebody call you whatever and you're going to feel hurt by that. I get, you know, of course, I'm, not, I'm human. You know what I'm saying? I'm sensitive when people call me things that they shouldn't call me or misgender me or don't understand my experience. You know, I sit with that and I'm like, but how did they miss that? Because I'm like, mm. I'm being everything that I am. How did they miss that I identify as male? How did they miss that? And then I think about it, I'm like, yo, this is not personal. Yeah. This is personal for them. So if someone doesn't see you for who you are it's because they can't see you and that's okay right. you know what I'm saying but if you want them to see you then you can just say this is who I am respect it and if they can't see you then you can't be around them you know what I'm saying so like if someone doesn't see me for who I am I just think that's personal on their end right. they are just they unable they have work to do they don't see me and that's okay it's not my problem it's it not, takes not a em- lot of work to not internalize yeah. everything all the messages that you get from outside so the gem that I'm getting from that really is what you said about being able to face yourself before before you face the and world like that's really really a, crucial finding yeah. a relationship to compassion because that takes compassion to be able to when someone doesn't see you not go off on that like yeah really you're not even trying to just figure out like okay like that's the thing that you lack mm-hmm. within yourself but it's better to speak on it than to internalize it yeah. like absolutely if, if you absolutely. gotta choose like just don't sit with it whatever you do don't sit with it say something or come to the conclusion within yourself but just don't take mm-hmm. it on and internalize it as, as a lack on your part correct Word. exactly mm-hmm. yeah it's just like I'm so like taken back I'm just like how did you miss that you know what I'm saying like <laughs> I find people like cause like there's been situations where like I've identified myself as male in any possible way possible like I'd be like you know that's my girl this is her event I'm being a good boyfriend blah 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 and people will still misgender me and I'm just like were you not listening <laughs> like, well, like that's you, what it is but yeah. you have to listen to people right. and I think that's a crucial element of just getting to know people like people don't be listening right. you could be talking people zone out <laughs> And it's yes. just like, wow, you're not paying attention. <laughs> right. But then you realize how much people don't pay attention. And I'm like, okay, so half the stuff I be saying, like, no you, one's no really one listening. <laughs> no one's hearing it. I got to repeat myself. Because my girl be like, you repeating yourself all the time. I'm like, I don't think people are listening. Yeah, no, it's true. I have to make sure that I, they hear Yeah, it. like I do my stories. And I'm like, every third or fourth one, I'll repeat what I said in the first one. Oh, because right. I want y'all to hear me. Because I'm like, I don't think y'all heard.
heard me. Right. Because I know people be tapping through. Because I be tapping through, too. You know, on Instagram, be like, tap, 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 tap. Right? So I'm just like, let me repeat myself. And then at the end, I'll be like, let me just recap this for y'all. Because just in case y'all just weren't in listening. Case you missed Yeah, four times. I'm trying to help y'all out here succeed. I want y'all to be great. Because I, I really believe that if everyone's the best version of themselves, then that's how we make this a better world. And, mm. like, going into 2018, I want everybody to spend more time loving themselves. You feel me? Love yourself. That's all you got to do. If you're a black person and don't understand queerness or trans, you know, people people have trans experience, that's cool. Love yourself. And with you loving yourself, guess what? It won't it's matter how up. anyone else identifies. It's going to open up I for you. Think people it's going to open I up for you. I honestly think people do not understand that you don't have to get it. You, you just don't have, have to know to, all the particulars. If you love yourself a whole lot, especially in your blackness, like yeah. if you love yourself, there's no way that you could look at somebody of a different experience. You love your black self yeah. and hate my black self. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't just, work. That doesn't Those two work. things don't go together. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, right? When, but really, the more you love yourself, you really are less concerned with how other people are operating. I mean, what I think is really operating when it comes to a refusal to incorporate queerness and transness into you know one's experience is that people, in doing that, have to face their own feelings with their own queerness and transness. Oh, cause because no, no it, one is straight. What that's is a, that? that's not mm-hmm. a thing. Like people really have to acknowledge that there's nothing in nature that operates mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. nothing so it's okay if you had a you got a little feeling next to someone who shares the ginger with you or whatever like people are afraid to acknowledge that part within themselves yeah. so it's the shunning of it to keep the distance but, and i feel like people also equate all of that to some sexual feeling like yeah. it doesn't have to be it i had to have this conversation with my mom once when i was just saying to her like at some point in your life you met a woman identified person who you felt very very strongly for Mm -hmm. For you to be this upset... And like this, that feel like hatred almost. Like you, you I don't have, think you can hate there someone is, that's so right. I'm like that's there so is someone to you, right? that you met at one point that you felt very very strongly for, and that scared the shit out of you. And you are afraid of what that will do to me because I'm owning that mm, from myself. Yep. Mm-hmm. Precisely. But yeah. I, I like to bring it back to homoeroticism, right? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to entertainment, hip hop, right? Yes. Black people love hip hop. <laughs> they love the rappers. To the point where they go. Men will go. They'll pay $300 to go to a concert to see <laughs> to see a man rap and know all the lyrics. They don't want to talk about this, right? This is very homoerotic. You're in love with this man and his craft and what he can do. So much that you spent half your rent to go see him in concert, right? You're going to buy the merch. You're standing out for a man, but you're not gay. You may not be gay, but that's how they think about it. You know, they're not, they're not really thinking about the whole fact that they are in love with the dude. But they don't want to see it that way. I have never considered that. Or, for example, <laughs> basketball, football, right? You find you, LeBron. Like, I love LeBron. And it, it's completely homoerotic. It is. Because when I when I see LeBron pay, I'm like, oh, I got it. I got it. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I put it on my jersey. I be like, I'm I'm Bron Bron in these streets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then when I actually think about it, I'm like, whoa. Like, if dudes really thought about the love that they have for other men in entertainment, then they, maybe they could be a little bit more sensitive to mm-hmm. the plight of queer people, the trans people. Because it's like, it's no different. That love, that passion. Because it's passion behind it. It like, is. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Cavaliers, you know, people are like, oh, I love LeBron. And, like, they're really, like. They, they get mad. They get mad. Huh. Okay? Like, I'm talking about mad. they won't you eat. They won't eat. They won't sleep because LeBron lost. Yes. And it's just like, <laughs> you don't they even like, know him. Weren't they, like, burning down, like, burning jerseys and That's stuff when he, he left? 
That's what I'm saying. Like, That's if people could, if, if black right people could understand that, like, mm. wow, we're already doing so many things that are very homo, but they want to say no homo, right? But it's very homo. <laughs> that too, That's because annoying. you can't. But they say no homo because it's like they know it's something in their mind. Because when you say no homo, when you say pause, you remind yourself, oh. I don't want to seem as if right. it's too much thinking so about what other people there. think. Yeah. But you're thinking about what other people think about you when you say that, right? Because mm. it's like, oh, yeah, you know, um, I'm, I'm trying to ride that. And you'd be like, nah, pause. Because you thought about it. Like, <laughs> what? But and then it's like, people, then you got people thinking like, that don't even make no sense. But like, it comes up and then <laughs> okay. it starts, people start yeah. doing, when I was, I feel like when I was in high school, people were doing it at the end of the like most random things. Like, oh, nah, I'm about to tear down that cheeseburger. I'm about to tear down that hot dog. No homo. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the shape what? of the hot dog. Like, <laughs> like, you thinking that hard yeah. about it? <laughs> yeah. That means that's something, something, something is on. there for you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and if you could just face that, everybody would be fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so I like to bring it yeah. back to that when it comes to that whole like black people understanding different experiences right. you know to just think about how much you love entertainment and entertainers regardless of the gender right and also an entertainer is free to be as queer as they would like you know what I'm saying like they're able to wear like Offset for his birthday and people are trying to play him like oh he's wearing girl clothes but Offset's out there with his girlfriend but y'all still questioning his sexuality mind you we don't know because we don't know him but also why are we saying that one clothing is gender because that's ridiculous fashion is fashion if you want to be dope and you know you're going to throw on <laughs> Some Barkley, some Frilly, some who cares? It really does. He rocked matter. the hell out of that shirt. He looks sure so did. good in that shirt. But now people are trying to find something to, to bring him down off his high. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's just really like messed up how the black this is work of the black community. When they're when they're like happy with you, but then they're like, ah oh, nah, you slipped up, bro. I don't like when you did that. You wore a girl shirt. But if you think about it, hip hop is becoming a lot more queer. Tight pants, rock star, they want to call it rock star lifestyle. Uzi. When it's yeah, but it's it's not even a rock star. It's very just queer. It's everything we see in our community. It's everything we we see but uh front lines of hip-hop which is really interesting to see black people navigate okay so this is interesting also because mm. hip-hop can be very so violent. very yeah. very violent so like what is your like your relationship to hip-hop has that changed at all i mean for me hip-hop is just amazing I-, I know it's problematic i really do but it's like a part of me is like i like to be a little ratchet you know <laughs> yes. um, i i like i like some trap music i understand it don't make no sense i listen to the lyrics i use genius so i read lyrics and i'm just like they're not saying nothing for a good party i listen to some trap music but i'm saying on a day-to-day i'm listening to like big sean i'm mm-hmm. listening to j cole i'm listening to conscious rap mm-hmm. where nine times out of ten there's some misogyny in there you know what i'm saying but it's not really like i feel like they don't really rap about making fun of difference in, in a sense misogyny is an issue mm-hmm. don't get me wrong but i feel like that's just that's such something that comes again with that masculinity complex where we feel like we must look down upon the woman as a you know an object for our desire which is a Unfortunate, but that's kind of entertainment. I don't know how that's going to shift. It's hard to reconcile yeah. it. As a black woman, I mean. It's hard, yeah. I really love hip-hop a lot. And yeah. it's always something we that know. you have to. <laughs> <laughs> she I love it. <laughs> I be spitting bars. Hey, she twerking. Hey. No, I really love hip-hop. And I think I lead with compassion when it comes to it. Because I'm like, all right. we clear, There's clearly a lot of misunderstanding about women, about queerness in hip-hop. And it's like, that's who we are as a people. Okay. I love this beat. I'm accept how African this is and just like hope that yeah. one day it transforms into something better. But it's culturally so connected that it's hard to divorce it. But I think it's like one of the toughest things that, that we face culturally is reconciling that conflict is really a 
cognitive dissonance when it comes to hip-hop. Precisely. I mean, I think hip-hop has the power to help the black community. So it's like... And it has shown its ability it's shown to do that. So it's like, well, if we evolve, if hip-hop truly evolves the way it's supposed to, I think that it, it can. And it's kind of like split right now. We got Big Sean and then we got Future. You can listen to Future and get a vibe. You can listen to Big Sean and get a vibe. You can listen to J. Cole and get a vibe. You can listen to Uzi and get a vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's so many different vibes, but it's split. There's nobody really in the middle. And then in terms of, like, we have Frank Ocean, who's identified as a bisexual man. Right. But nine times out of 10, I don't think people see him as bisexual. I think because he said he deals with men, they see him as gay. So, you know, put him on the track. That shows that we're accepting. Oh, of, uh, right, people. right, right. So like Migos had that whole situation in the interview. And they said something about uh, Matt Mac- McConan. Oh, Ma- uh, yeah. McConan. I, I love oh, I, I love Mackinan. Mackinan. Mac- Mac- I don't know how to say it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they, I think we acted old with that one. Like, <laughs> what's, the, what's the boy name? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you know, that whole situation. And then they tried to apologize later. But then they came out a few months later with the song with Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. And that was their way of saying, we cool with y'all queer. But are you really? You're not. Your actual mentality hasn't changed. You just did a business move, which mm-hmm. was very smooth, and I applaud them for that. But at the end of the day, <laughs> you got to do better. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we have power in the hip-hop community, so I think if, if people are going to navigate and you know get in there, like say some stuff that makes sense. Get people thinking. It'd be great if we had some artists that like went to a pride parade. Just show up to show, like, I'm a man, I'm a hip-hop artist. I don't identify this way, but I know that these people deserve help or recognition. Right. It, that'd be dope. That's how I feel about... See, that's how I feel about it sometimes. Because I'm like, yes, hip-hop can be very problematic. I don't understand, though, why some of the things are necessary. They're just not. like, And it's also very, very easy to throw in some supportive shit in a song. Like, mm-hmm. just... What is the bad business move in that? Is that really a bad business move? Why can't it just happen? It's like, okay, it can be very influential and it can change things. It can. So why won't anyone just do it? But I also think they're not thinking about it. So, for example, like if I put out some music, I'm thinking about the struggle and the fight. But like I said before, is the whole revolution and things in nature. Like the reason why black people are as far as they are is because black and brown queer people, black and brown trans people said this is not okay. I have something to fight for. But I think that if you're a black person that doesn't associate with queerness or transness or anything like you're not going to think about right you're thinking about about your your experience which is fine how you got there not how you actually got there yeah but it's when you think about Mm -hmm. history right they can't leave us out right if you want to talk about black history you cannot leave black trans people out you Mm -hmm. cannot leave black queer people out so that's something where it's just like but we don't know our history because we live in america and the white man is trying to erase our history from us and trying to brainwash with thinking that our history started with slavery. Skipping crucial points where it's like people have died. People of the black queer experience, people of the black trans experience have died for black people to be able to vote, for black people to be able to be free, for black people to be where they are today. But we don't talk about it. Right. Because majority of black people that are doing stuff and talking about it don't identify as such. Right. Or are afraid to identify as such because they think, like, politically that's not a good move. Or afraid to uplift or, like, make that room. And it's it's even, like, you could just make the room just make a lane. Like, we'll yeah. come through. We always do. But yeah. just make a lane. But right. that, that's why I'm saying. That's why like, you got to take a lane. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Hello. that's Hello. what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm breaking, I'm breaking through walls. Right. I'm, I'm running people over. 
right. and I'm saying like, listen, I'm here and this is what's going to happen. Like I've considered running for political office. I've, I'm considering doing things that I think we're not thinking about. Right. Because it's like, yeah, I can create movements within my own community, like the queer community, the trans community. The larger change? But I'm not, I'm not focused on just the queer community right, and right. the trans community. Right. I'm focused on the black community, right. but I'm also focused on the world and how to make a big change. Like I see bigger. My vision is bigger than just who I am and where I come from. And I think that's what we have to start thinking about is how do we really put our foot in this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like how do we get deep in it and, and so that we have to affect the lives of other people who aren't thinking about us because we are here. But if we keep staying in our little community and doing queer events, and which is great, but if we stay in queer spaces and trans spaces, we're separating ourselves from the community as a whole. So how are we really progressing? How are we, we need to connect. Build your queer organization. Build this trans organization. Build this black organization. Let's all three come together and let's make something great because solo, you can't do that. It's not going to work. What do you think about that in terms of safety? I think safety is gone the moment you leave your mom's womb. The only thing that is guaranteed is death you know and I feel like in this life like I'm fighting I'm constantly fighting I cannot think about safety you know what I'm saying like it's not about safety it's about the legacy like what am I what am I doing here so that the next generation people that come after me people that identify like me are okay or better mm. I'm not thinking about my safety I'm thinking about legacy I'm thinking about doing something that means something my thing is like have I done enough so I want to do as much work as I can before I die however I die these are like the things that I wonder about being a Activist. cis queer person because I wonder if there's a difference between me waking up and leaving the house as a black queer woman is an act of revolution for me every day. Yeah. But visibly so, right. there's a big difference yeah. for trans folk. Yeah. So when you leave the house, that is a very different kind of resistance yeah. than mine. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that informs at all what safety precaution is like in general. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, not all because trans people look trans. Right, you that's know what true too. So, so a lot of trans people look cis. So it's like for those, I'm fighting for those who do not blend into the you know binary. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I pass. I don't really have no problems in right. the street. I really right. don't. And I'm not even on hormones. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is just naturally who I am. Right. So I'm blessed. But I know not a lot of people have the ability to, you know, get the surgeries they need mm -hmm. to have the hormones. So safety is a concern. And I understand that. That's why I'm not worried about my safety. Because if a little queer, a little trans boy can walk outside and be okay and no one pick on them and, you know, people just say, oh, you're different. Okay, cool. We're going to make accommodations for you. Use any bathroom you want. I've done my work. That's kind of what I'm trying yeah. to do is trying to figure out how to navigate so that younger kids can grow up and be themselves. Because for so long, I thought I had to be this little girl growing into a woman. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't know that a girl could grow into a man. Mm. I, I had no terminology, no language, no examples, no nothing. I was just like, damn, I'm just going to be miserable in my body forever. And like people don't keep calling me this, and I'm going to be pissed off. I'm going to be uncomfortable. Like, stop calling me she. I don't know why it makes me so infuriated, but like people will call me she, and I just want to like shut down or leave. You know what I'm saying? Like, wait in line for the women's bathroom. And then I'm like, oh, sorry, sir. You're not supposed to be in this bathroom. And I'm just like, well, I don't know what bathroom to use. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, right. that frustration of just, like, discomfort. Like, if someone doesn't have to go through that, I've done my job. But until then, it might not happen within my lifetime. But as long as I'm working still, towards right. it it's and journey, getting people right. to understand on, that path, on right. that path with me, then I think I'm moving in the right direction. Because I think that we have to start moving in the right direction for shit to really change. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because shit isn't changing. Shit is actually falling apart because we're not doing the work. But I think voting is important. A lot of people think that voting is not important. 
But is it really about voting? There's more it's work to do. Right. Like, what do you do in your community? Like, do you know what's happening in your local mm-hmm. community? Do you know what's happening in your state? Mm-hmm. Do you know things that are happening that are against your humanity? Are you working towards a change? Like, this is real. What are you doing? Voting is cute, you know, because it's, it's a right you can utilize, but there's more work to do than vote. And um, that's something I like to remind people of. Like, are you studying? Do you know the history? Do you know what's going on around you? Like, and that's why. Do you know what you're voting for? Yeah. And that's why I think I'm going to be more politically active because it's like, as an activist on one front, but in order for me to infiltrate properly, I might have to go into politics. And granted, I don't think politics is amazing. I think it's super shady and things of that nature, but it's like, <laughs> but totally. I don't know, man. Like, safety. Safety is, like I said, I, I really don't think that any of us are safe. There's a James Baldwin quote about that. We can never try to take things for granted, safety being one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That no wow. black person mm-hmm. is safe. No black person is mm-hmm. safe in America. Seriously. <laughs> like, And I feel like we all come to that at different points when we recognize that it doesn't matter what I mean it could be like through capitalism you come to that you have a job and you feel like this is safe and I'm doing this and then you just do the best you can and give everything to that job and then you don't have it and you realize like I can't take that that people come to safety and like recognizing that that's not something that you have control over yeah do your best at all times but also like safety is like for me it's like comfort and I was just talking to my girl about that like I'm sick of being comfortable babe you know what I'm saying like it's go time like we gotta fight for what we want if we can be i can be comfortable i can have my you know my food my shelter and you know my little routine and get my little check and you gotta be comfortable but what am i doing what's my life about who am i what's my purpose like people go to a nine to five every single day and then they go to happy hour every single night and then saturday they go out they get drunk or they sleep or they binge watch netflix but what are they doing you're helping other people make money she's gotta have it great spike lee did his thing he got paid am i getting paid from binge watching this no i'm not but did i watch it yes but could i do something like that yes like let me create my own lane like it's like literally like i'm working on scripts like i'm doing everything i'm a television radio and production major like that's what i do like tv i work for mtv now i don't really care about that shit i want to make my own (laughs) shit right you know what i'm saying with like a meaning and a purpose i believe in real television not reality bullshit you know and the only way to get my story on screen the only way i think sometimes to get my message out like my message yourself do it myself yes and some of that stuff coming to black trans tv yeah you got gems that you trying to give us what i mean we, what, what we got to expect in 2018 i mean i'm gonna keep the videos coming just me on, a, on the solo front just speaking straight to camera i'm gonna keep that coming i gotta upgrade my phone to the iphone x though because my shit is trash like <laughs> i don't know like, <laughs> like the quality you see you know it, it just like died like the, the new phone came out and like my phone like the pixelation like i'm just like this looks like 1984 like, <laughs> i'm like i can't show my face for a little bit until i upgrade like they did it on purpose I can't it's, do my job. It's Sarah crazy. said, as soon as that shit came out, super clear. I have the 8 Plus, and mine is like, I don't know what this level of technology is, but my pictures are so fleeked up. I've been seeing you doing them <laughs> selfies. I'm like, okay. My pictures are so good that I'm like, what was I, I doing? I do no both? selfies. I feel like I got the first iPhone. It's <laughs> trash. Yeah. I, my phone yeah. is trash, too. But yeah, so like when I get my new phone, I'm going to start doing some some new videos. Mm-hmm. Um, Like I said, I just want to help people build their self-confidence. Right. And love themselves more and do the work to love themselves because that's where it starts that's the foundational element 
so that's what black trans TV is going to do, like, moving forward. We just going to keep that going. You know, maybe some surprises here and there. I do got some, you know, friends that <laughs> could help me out with some things. So yeah. I'm going to keep that on the wraps because I don't like the name drop. But, Absolutely. you know, I have people that, that, that really believe in my mission, mm-hmm. and um, I'm grateful for them. So maybe big things coming soon, though. How does the community support you? Where do you get oh. your community support from? What do you need from the community? What do you want? Tell the people what they can do to help. You know, I'm selling T-shirts right now, Black Trans TV logo on the front Mm -hmm. and warrior on the back because we are warriors not just trans people but in particular to our experience yes because we are doing what people said is impossible Mm -hmm. we are doing the impossible but we are living and we're striving and people see the level of confidence that we're gaining from being authentic from loving ourselves people like how you gonna have surgery like that and you come back and you're like super happy because it's like obviously i needed this you know i'm doing things that i need to do i'm focusing on myself i'm not i don't care about anyone says so it's like we are warriors so the t-shirts are very simple warrior on the back logo on the front but uh they're $25 right now so 40% of proceeds go to Kai Peterson Kai Peterson is a young trans man who's been in jail for about six years now uh he got a 20 year sentence for killing his rapist it's a really messed up story and I really want to bring light to it because because he identified as male he didn't get the respect that he needed in the justice system which is not unheard of for black bodies but the fact that his anatomy is different he got raped the rape kit came back positive which proves that he was raped he identified as male but in court they were like oh he's not really an attractive female so this couldn't really happen mm-hmm. why would someone to rape you he had a gun he shot the rapist the rapist died you know what I'm saying so now he's in jail for murder and a women's prison which is another situation but the whole thing is like he didn't deserve to go to jail for 20 years for killing someone that hurt him self defense 100% so my self defense only works wait, so he, as a thing so he for a white couldn't woman. be raped they, because he wasn't that, an attractive woman but he's in a woman's prison yeah that's what I'm saying like the, the, the system is messed up yeah the whole thing is messed up but as we and, know self defense as a thing is only a viable recourse for white women yeah but also so he's <laughs> in jail and every time he's called to medic you know like they're, they're calling him there because he's requested to have certain procedures mm-hmm. done uh, that are gender affirming so he goes to the medic every time he goes to the medic he's charged so they're purposely taunting him and putting him in debt while he's in jail because they're like you want you want top surgery come to the medic okay we're just talking about it though nothing's really being done so you know every time he goes money 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 so the t-shirts the 40 percent of the proceeds will go to help him utilize it for what he needs i'm really trying to work on getting them out though so that's another situation mm-hmm. i'm trying to figure out but like when i found his story it really struck me because i was just like he could be me he could be you he could be any of us and the fact that we know the black body's not respected right the black trans body the black queer body that's why i want people to black people especially to think about like is it really worth hating other black people because they're different. If black trans people and black queer people do not have the respect that they deserve, you think you won't get it too? So it's like this store I really want to bring to light. Yeah, wow. like proceeds help him. That's a great cause. That's amazing. Great. I have still have some t-shirts left. I might do another round. Okay. Um, Where do you sell them? I'm selling them right off the Instagram. Oh, perfect. So I'll be posting, you know, whatever what's going on. But uh, black trans TV, so black trans television at gmail.com. You'll place an order, sizes small through large, $25 each. It's easy. Just, you know, make sure you have a PayPal ready email. I got you. And it'll send a send back an invoice and I'll ship it right out to you in two days so I'm really trying to do the work so that's how people have been supporting me also people just you know sharing different posts like Mm -hmm. I have this thing called dear black people Mm. right Um, to tell black people about themselves because I think that black people need to do better so it's like it talks about everything like did you know the revolution started with on the backs of black and brown queer people you know James Baldwin I literally go through the list of everybody is this like a video do you make these videos Uh, just a little graphic I made like a little Mm -hmm. you know square Mm -hmm. thing that you put on Instagram so Mm -hmm. I just 
just a post. People could share that. I mean, I'm just pushing out all the knowledge because I'm studying. Like, I'm, right. I'm studying every day black history and trying to figure out, like, how did they do it back then? Mm. How could we do it today? Because I, I feel like we're not doing enough work. Like, studying the Black Panther movement. And I know they got dismantled by the KKK because the KKK realized, well, KKK is the government, but Hello. we ain't going to go into that. But they shut them down because they realized that they were actually doing good for black people. Mm-hmm. They were really protecting were. black people. Isn't that always what happens, though? That was yeah. <laughs> the narrative around the Black Panther movement. You recognize how <laughs> strong mm-hmm. people are. Got to be <laughs> shut down. And you got to shut them down. So, you know, like, I'm not here to play games. I'm not here to, like, be, you know, nice and gentle with people. I'm here to shake shit up. Sir is up. not yeah. here for your respectability. Yeah, like, but I want y'all to learn. And I'm going to throw in your face. So, like, dear black people are saying, like, black people do better. Mm-hmm. All right? And then it's just, like, you get the awareness of that. Holding people accountable. Holding them accountable. I have a lot of cis hetero people that follow me that thank me for the work that I'm doing. And, it, and that is support. That yeah. that helps me continue to push forward with my messages. Because, like, sometimes I'm like, all right, this is a lot it of information. It has to be affirming, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, it's a blessing because it's like, wow, you're really hearing you me. me yeah. You see me. And you're tuned in. Mm-hmm. Like, they're still following me. And the follower count is, like, growing. And I'm happy. And it's not even about followers. If I had 20 followers, so be it. As long as your information is getting out. That, that's yeah. all. Yeah. So the fact that it's actually growing. So that means that people are actually interested. And the information is growing. Yeah. So right now I just have t-shirts. I'm trying to do more merch. You know, just trying to find the right company to right. make the certain stuff. Because it costs money. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I got to front all the money for y'all to buy a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm trying to fa- figure out a way to keep revenue coming in. So I can just, you know, have that money. Because if, right. like, if I'm short, then I can't make no t-shirts. Exactly. So I'm working on it. You know, little baby steps. For right now, it's about the information. So more t-shirts share, be coming in. Share information. Share information. Follow yeah. at Black Trans TV on Instagram. Is it on, are in, you on Instagram? Instagram only. On yeah. Instagram. Share. That I'm getting them two mimosas that you might have got at brunch. <laughs> yeah. To buy a t-shirt. Like buy it's an easy, and you know what I mean? Like it's an easy And then thing it's a conversational do. piece, right? So you wear the t-shirt and people are like, oh, what's wow. That? Okay, what's that about? Right. And then boom, there we go. That's a very Helping me move. out. Yeah, so a lot of people are interested, so I might have to do another round of t-shirts. So Yeah, I'm really yeah. like, I yeah. better get a shirt. <laughs> You're going to have to re-up on some shirts when we need some. Yeah. I got y'all. I got you. It's a new year, so I got y'all. Yeah. Um. So I usually close out episodes mm-hmm. with this question, and I'm going to carry that into this new season. So... Sir, yes. what would you tell younger you about how to get here, where you are now, as strong as you are, as flexible as you are, as resilient as you are? What would be your advice to your young self? I would tell myself not to give up. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. no matter how hard the road gets, don't give up. Because I was su- suicidal, you know? teen years I wasn't sure who I was I didn't fit in and there were many many times where I just say you know fuck this life man like I gotta go am I supposed to be here like just give y'all some background my, my father's a reverend my mom's very feminine growing up as a like a queer kid you know religious and then your mom's very feminine and you're not fitting into the narrative of what it means to be feminine and it's just like it's really tough you know really really tough life so I would just tell myself don't give up. You know, you're 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 here for a reason. You know, there's a purpose for your life. And no matter how dark the days get and how alone you feel and how confused you are, you know, you have to push forward. You'll figure it out one day. Cause I, I, I didn't have nobody. Like I really had no one to like understand me, no one to talk to. Very lonely, you know, very lonely life. So I'm happy that I was able to push through. But like I would just def- definitely tell myself, don't give up. Cause I mean there were many instances where it could have been over. Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. be here today because I succumbed to the darkness. And I'm happy happy that I was able to push through the darkness so I'm proud of my younger self for pushing through but like today like if I could like see that 14 50 year old kid and just, just give him a hug you know and just let him know like it's gonna be all right they probably
probably see you. You're yeah. doing it now. Because you're doing exactly that thing that yeah. you needed. Yeah, so I needed it. they're yeah. probably watching you. Yeah. And they're like, okay, I got this. Look at that full circle. It's That's beautiful. extremely powerful. It's beautiful, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. What a season <laughs> opener. Yes. Talk about we a premiere, back. honey. Yes. Woo. Thank you so much for sharing. No doubt. Black people do better. Do better. Do better. Another episode. Another episode. Bye. Bye. Another one. (laughs) (laughs) This is Kristen. And this is Lamika. And you've just listened to another episode of the The Safe Word Society Podcast. Podcast. You can hear more of us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and much more. For updates, follow us on social media at SafeWord Society and visit our website at www.safewordsociety.com. Also, make sure you pay it safe and become a SafeWord Society patron in order to fund this show. Thank Thank you for for listening. listening. Bye. Bye.